0: Yay. We're gathered here today from around the world in a space that's dedicated to having a very particular kind of conversation that is a reflection of the human being's capacity to interact with the archetypal world in, in the context out of which we're speaking here, which is sometimes called possibility management or archiarchy because archiarchy uses the thoughtware of possibility management because it's oriented towards radical responsibility. It's acknowledged that human beings actually have five bodies. We occupy five bodies. So we have a physical body, intellectual body, which is our mind. And those are the two bodies that are familiar to people in modern culture, ordinary modern culture. In addition to that, we also have an emotional body associated with our feelings. We have an energetic body, which allows us to sense so many things that are are useful in our daily life that have to do with the timing of a thing or the space of a thing, the arrangement of things and spaces, and ownership and status and distance. So this is our energetic body. And then we also have an archetypal body. And that's reflected in our sense of the formidable nature of what do you want to whatever you want to call it the universe. For example, it's the 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 archetypal body connects in with, for example, manifestations of architecture or certain forms of art or spaces that. You you have a sense of, you get access to the archetypal through the spaces. For example, these Greek buildings with this perfect triangle and the columns. This is a, a gateway in an archetypal space. And also aspects of life such as bright principles. And bright principles are facets of consciousness. So to even put those words together, bright principles are facets of consciousness. This isn't already entering an archetypal domain or an archetypal conversation. And even if it has become familiar to you that you have a resonance with three, four or five bright principles as fundamental or core reason for your life. Like you, 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 have a sense that you were born to serve three, four, or five bright principles. And it's obvious you have the resonance. And when you show up in a space and you create, you create in the name of these bright principles. And so these things are all archetypal in nature. The bright principles are archetypal. And the the shift from an ordinary relationship to the world, using our mind and our physical body, to existing or operating or creating inside of a five body world is not as big a jump as you might think because the emotions and feelings of the heart are visceral they're actually in in inner direct sensation and also with the energetic bodies sensations those are the sense of you know is a is my cup Is it too close to somebody else's cup or is it too far away? Is it in? Is their cup in my space or is it outside of my space? Is the person in front of me in my space or outside of my space? Is my head in the screen in a way that works? Just a picture of it like that. These are all energetic body sensations and they're immediate, they're directly there. And in the same way, the archetypal aspects of life are also immediately tacit they're sensible tactile you can sense we sense them ongoingly and whether or not we use them in our daily life is up to us but it's a these are energetic and intelligent resources for us to use they are highly highly uh, detailed information resources that we can use in our daily life and so the space that we've opened up here today to be with you all in this conversation, for me, I'm I'm really happy about it because it's so, it's a rare conversation. We're not talking about your emotional wounds or your potential for making more money or, you know, how's, how's it going with your partnership or, or those kind of things we're talking about something bigger than that and i i was actually thinking how when i have a connection with and am am in service of the archetypal lineage my archetypal lineage it really gives a meaning to my life and some of us have been looking for a meaning in life like what is the meaning of life and it the the sense of having some kind of meaning or purpose in life is almost beyond what you could hope for you know being you know born in a hospital and ripped out of your mom's belly before you were ready or using bright lights and cold temperatures and this whole shocking entry into the world and doctors and white coats and who's there for you you know and and then you they shove you off to school, and it's this mechanical box making, you know, kind of horrifying environment a lot of times. And there's so there's so much in life that doesn't seem to make sense, and yet when you get to entering an age past eighteen years old, and you start being able to seek out the authentic adulthood initiatory processes that peel off your survival strategy of your we call it the box, the box mechanics of how you survived your psychological defense strategy. And you can peel that off and discover your being can enter the world. And the being has a purpose. Being has bright principles and it has an archetypal lineage. It's, it, it kind of makes all the rest of this nastiness or painful things that happened before just kind of fall away. And it's like, okay, none of that really matters because I get to be the space in the world through which my bright principles do their work. And this is a fabulous new orientation or it's a, it's a, it's bigger. It's different from a grounding cord. It's, it's more like a, a picture or context that, that uh, helps a person make decisions about your life. You get to decide, make decisions about your life based on, on, in what way does this help me serve my archetypal lineage? And the thing is, the answer to the question, does this help me serve my archetypal lineage or not, can be a shocking answer because it could be surprising. And this, I really want to be able to go into that today with each of us here, which has to do with what, what skills are required for you to be able to create, hold, and navigate a space in which your archetypal lineage can do its work in the world? And are you becoming absurdly effective in some of those particular skills, which most certainly don't show up on a tax form in terms of a profession, a recognized profession, like fireman or teacher or nurse or something like that. It's none of those. It it can show up, In those domains, but the actual profession, the skills that you need to develop are not offered in general in night school or in online courses in general, you know, in that that usual uh, curriculum that's offered at the university, even at the highest levels of the university, the skills that are needed to develop your archetypal lineage, you often have to go find particular books, particular teachers, particular workshops, or just Create them yourselves. Just define and practice these skills yourselves so that you can serve the the requests, the invitations that are made to you for services that you can provide from your archetypal lineage. And Chloe, would you like to spin off anywhere in there?
1: Not really, because... It's really a pleasure to be with a lot of you that um I've traveled and also Clinton has traveled with for months and years. With well, some of you, it's been really years. And so you know, if we made a, a work talk about um intimacy, you know, how how to have a great relationship, there'd probably be fifty or sixty people in this room. And and we do something about archetypal lineage, which is probably one of the conversation like Clinton was saying, that would turn me on the most. And here we have you. And so you, you've worked a lot. You've, um, you've, you, you've really walked on your path. And so, and you're here for some kind of reason, some food, some questions that you have. And so I would open the space for that. For what are, where, where are you in, in relationship to your archetypal lineage? What do you need? What are your questions? What, yeah, why are you here? And I'd you-
0: like to, yeah. while you're thinking about that, I'd like to just add in that during the time that we have, we have two particular exercises that we'd like to do with you or have you do in terms of deepening and developing specifics about your archetypal lineage. So those that means we're going to go into breakout rooms and you'll be in groups of three and you'll be investigating a question with each other with each other using your intelligence together to empower each other, to completely provide possibilities for each other along those lines. And we will be coming back to the big group each time.
1: So in terms but, of for the recording, I just, this is sort of a logistical thing for the recording. Is there anybody who would not want to be? So for me, basically who I'm holding the recording for me to not be in your breakout room. So anybody who has resistance to that? Okay. Great. So that means I can no. be in any breakout room. Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I'm laughing because Nicholas yes. was doing this, which is a which is a signal from Taurus technology, which is a sign of no resistance. This is maximum resistance. This is five resistance. This is no resistance. So it's a clear uh, riff, um, feedback from Nicholas. Thank you.
1: So, any, yeah, any questions, any comments?
0: Like we already know you have questions so you wouldn't be in this space so we would like to get kind of as many questions on the table as we can to more specifically uh, in, investigate with you in that area because this is a five day, easily a five day conversation and we have a couple of hours so we'd like to make it really more specific to what's up for you I
2: have a simply distinction question uh what is the difference between bright principles and archetypal lineage? Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: And Chloe, you want to go ahead?
2: Yes. Bright principles
1: in each of your bright principles is the entire universe that you're serving. You know, it's in it's a facets of consciousness and it's a complete territory that you're in relationship with. Such as love, possibility, clarity, transformation, empowerment. So these are my bright principles. And in a way, they, they're interacting with my archetypal lineage. However, my archetypal lineage is much more defined. It's much more precise in terms of my service, you know, my job, my mission and my relationship to the village. So my particular archetypal lineage, its name, which I still haven't really worked out that I, really like is called Warriorist Distinguisher. That's the official name that I received in a in the process of jacking into my archetypal lineage. But I also call myself an Arcan or evolutionary game world builder. So these are two and I so this is the precision. This is the precision that also funnel my my bright principle into that direction.
2: It's like the
1: profession
2: made by the five bright principles you have.
1: Yes, and my archetypal lineage also use other resources, not just a bright principle. And the archetypal lineage is a resource in itself
2: also. Thank you.
0: I'll I'll jump into one little thing. We've one of the for me fun things uh about the archetypal lineage is being able to wear an archetypal lineage talisman. Yeah. And a talisman is some kind of a uh um what do you call it? It's a pendant. You know, it's a something like this. And so, it's what we've discovered is that when there's certain objects made usually out of metal, but it's possible for them to have, be made from bone or stone or shell, actually, or uh, but but not glass and not so much leather things like that. It has some. It has to have weight and mass to be to be able to function. This thing can function. In, in two ways one is um the we've been noticing that the archetypal lineage is a a resource that kind of comes through back here which there's a if you look at your spine if you know about your spine there's these the the bones up here at the top of your neck and then there's the bones in your thoracic area and in between there's there's a particular joint between the spinal bones and that's the channel or or panel or gateway or doorway through which the resource tends to be used in daily life, and it comes out in your world through another channel which is halfway between your heart and your throat and this is this is what I didn't know this at all we We just observed this empirically just through noticing what was really happening. And later on talking to energy energy healers and those and people who understand about chakras and all those things, they said, Yeah, of course there's this channel, but they didn't say what it was for. I mean, they didn't it wasn't so clear for they I have never heard such a clear explanation of what this particular channel is for. And clearly it gets activated through a series of authentic adulthood initiatory processes and healing processes that prepare you make you ready to jack in to your archetypal lineage. But it's what's great about the talisman is that you can you can actually, if you start wearing a talisman that functions as a talisman, it's a signal to your archetypal lineage that you are preparing yourself to jack in. You're preparing yourself to make your, your life about being the space through which your archetypal lineage can do its work in the world, and the image is that it's it's one of the reasons we got born. Why else get born unless you have a purpose like this? Is so fabulous. So it's to wear a talisman is like knocking on the door, saying hello. I'm getting ready, and it's it's amazing the stories that we've heard of people who start wearing a talisman. The actual. The sensations that people have about this wake up, this this refining of purpose, this uh, excitement, or this force that causes other, quote unquote, problems in life to sort of fall off to the side because your archetypal lineage doesn't have time for them. It's not interested in being distracted by taxes and forms and uh, procedures of ordinary the ordinary world and so as the as the archetypal lineage starts coming through your in in your world as it starts offering you choices to make or giving you jobs to do then it will it also moves bigger farther into your world to sort of help organize what your day is about. And you, you can be, I mean, I am often surprised by what I thought my day was going to be about and the way it turns out afterwards, what, what I actually was up to in am meeting different people. I have a, I'm shooting off different articles or requests. I mean, uh, here an example is just yesterday i was no i was remembering you know i'm i donate money to different activist groups in the world and one of the ones that i'm happiest about is the international anti poaching federation foundation iapf and they have trained up women with guns in africa to protect elephants in particular from poachers and they go out and arrest poachers and they will shoot them if they need to. And I get to buy bullets for these women who are out there protecting elephants. I mean, this turns me on. So I was just yesterday wrote a letter to them spontaneously, which was, they're doing really well with the elephants and the rhinoceroses, for example, that kind of thing. But I just heard this story of this old-growth forest down in the bottom part of Chile that was being protected by some indigenous people, and then what, which, which company, Chloe, Do you remember?
1: It, this French company, uh, this clothing company called Esprit, yeah, went in.
0: And... Esprit, yeah, Esprit company wanted to. They learned about these trees, they're really valuable, these antique hardwood trees. They wanted to buy the property and cut the trees down and just sell sell it for wood. And of course the guardians of the forest said no. And what happened was mysteriously fires started happening around this forest. So the government had to step in and there was some small law or something that said they had to sell the property or something. And then they sold it to some mysterious people who mysteriously uh, assassinated the the defender of the forest, and the trees are being chopped down and sold. Okay, so this letter that I wrote to the IAPF is, are you willing to expand your your services to protecting old-growth forests with guns from poachers who are corporations? Okay, all right. This is a scary letter to write. You know, it's a scary proposal to make. And, but part of my archetypal lineage is, which is about transformational circle navigating or transformational circle alchemy and also mimetic engineering. These are my archetypal, this is my archetypal lineage. is, Is part of it is, if there's not a planet for humans to live on, you can't do your archetypal lineage. If there's not an ecology that supports human life, you can't do your archetypal lineage. So I'm surprised to have this, these jobs coming on my bench now and then from my archetypal lineage that are, you know, take a stand for your for life on planet earth. And so that's what I'm talking about. is like, if, if you're not prepared to do the jobs that come onto your bench from your archetypal lineage, it will get stuck in the tube. Here's a job, it's on your bench and you don't do it because I'm afraid. I'm afraid what people will think. I'm afraid of the consequences. I'm afraid I'm not good enough or I, I don't know how to do this. And and then the next job comes down and it's in the tube still. And then the next job comes down and your job, your tube is full. Your tube is jammed up. It's And no more jobs can come and your archetypal lineage is back there going, hey, what can we do? I can't do it. You know, I can't do anything about you not doing the jobs. So that's why it's so important to be, to get yourself prepared so that a little fear now and then, you know, it's not a problem, you know, or having to, you know, wasn't long ago, I got this impulse from my archetypal lineage to give a thousand euros to these filmmakers at Tamara who were making a film about a love school there. And I it's like a thousand euros, okay, just send it over, okay, you know, and they still haven't even finished the film yet. So but but these are these are things it's like you, it's like it's a fabulous thing that it, when I get the instruction to send over the thousand euros, I'm, I get the sense now I've been doing this long enough that I get the sense that the archetypal lineage will also help arrange that I have the thousand euros to pass it over, you know, so little coincidences happen and doors open and possibilities occur. That I would not expect because they're beyond all level of coincidence, and they just open up and and these if I am if I radically rely on the resources that support my archetypal lineage to do its work in the world, things just roll, and so I don't have to personally handle all of those possibilities because my archetypal lineage is handling 80% of them. You know, I can handle the ones that I have to handle, but the archetypal lineage and, and its resources, like the bright principles and echo, which is the earth coincidence control office and chaos and the unknown and et cetera, the resources that the archetypal lineage uses are all that work together. And this is what, I, this is the archetypal level of the universe is it works like this. And we're designed to collaborate. And in fact, we're a necessary uh, ingredient in the whole equation because my archetypal lineage does not have hands, does not have eyes, doesn't have a mouth, doesn't have feet. You know, it, it needs my organic form collaborating to do its work in the world. Otherwise it has no access. And so it's this fabulous collaboration at the archetypal level of the universe. And people can say kind of whatever they want to me about me or my life or my world. And I'll just kind of shrug it off. I mean, I it's like if people people have their lives trying to survive, people have their lives trying to look good or be successful in the definition of modern culture. And, and then think that that's true or right or best you know the best and then they they may have opinions about my life and in terms of of what's really what's going on for me it's like people can have whatever opinion they want but when i'm jacked into the archetypal lineage there it's there's a whole different perspective on what life is about like i said it it really gives me a purpose for my life and so i'm um, yes
1: the the possibility i think maybe an an invitation is probably most of you if you're here is that somehow you've had an experience where these forces of nature c- came through you and it was probably circumstantial or accidental or or you know uh, te- uh, temporary sort of it happened and then uh, the resources didn't really have space to be to just kind of keep keep moving jobs, keep moving information, keep moving intelligence. And so a question, I mean, you know, if you're in this call, an invitation could be for you to put at the center of your life this quest, which would be, how do I prepare myself to jack in into my archetypal lineage? There is a formal initiation to do so, and it is real like the the initiation actually changes it opens up these tubes the the initiation itself actually jacks in into different two different parts of your physical body or whatever it's a weird. It it really it it jacks in into one actually physical part of your body and it's not up here, it is down at the bottom of your spine. This is where the jacking in happens. It's at the bottom of your spine, and then the information or the flow of energy comes through um, the top. I have no idea why, but somehow really we've done so many processes and this is how it, it really shows up. And like Clinton said before doing that that particular initiation there are many initiations to go through and you can frame your path of evolution you know I I don't know I mean you can think about it it's like how have you framed your path of evolution up to now it's like so that I can be more you know so that I don't have all these emotions so that I can have a better relationship with my partner so that I you know i'm i i raise my kids better so that you know they're not as wounded or as uh you know twisted or crippled that i was or my generation was or god i just want to f- f- i i just want to get out of modern culture you know you could that could be your frame for your path of evolution and an invitation is if you hear you could start reframing your path as how am I preparing myself right now for each emotional healing processes, for each initiation, for each each experience, like experiment, edge experiment. How am I preparing myself to jack in to into my you know to my archetypal lineage? And
0: I mean, and yeah. I just want to say that's the thing that you can wake up in the morning into rather than having it be last place, you know, you've done all your chores. You did what you have to do to survive, and then you have 10% of your energy left, and you ask the question, what do I do to prepare myself? The invitation is you wake up and you step into that world in the morning, in each morning. Go, okay, what am I, what's, what's the next step today for me to prepare myself to jack into my archetypal lineage? It makes your day have a different flavor. It adds excitement. It's a meta conversation about life gives you this overview on options to choose from that you did not have before that just really adds spice.
1: And what I I would think, you know, that what I've noticed is that you will find, you know, all the ways that you're blocking your presence. I mean, really your archetypal lineage needs your being's presence in the world to be able to come through. So, you know, if you're, if you cannot distinguish yet between your box and your being or your, you know, your gremlin and your being, then the default mode will be, um, a box and gremlin life. So one of the first initiation in possibility management, which is one of the first map of expand the boxes, you have a box, you're not your box, you have a gremlin, you're not your gremlin. And then of course, it takes, uh, processes and practices and attention to make that distinction. So, so that's one of the things I think this question will bring up is, okay, what are all the excuses, the stories, the justifications, the conclusions, the fantasy worlds, the, um, the belief system, uh, the old decision that I carry around that is blocking my presence for this force, these, this archetypal forces to come through. And and I think we're pretty, most of you, you know, I know most of you, you're pretty skilled at, at finding this out. You know, you notice the blocks, you notice the thoughts, you notice the emotion, the reactivity. And, and most of you can go through emotional healing processes and can even hold space for other people. So, okay, that will keep coming up. And it will also keep coming up after you've jacked into your archetypal lineage. Like that part of the healing never stops you know the the healing path never stops and the underworld is endless in that in that regard something that is i think new or that is more difficult to to notice is this question that clinton was asking of what other skills like what are the things that i do not know that i do not know about that my archetypal lineage needs to even consider giving me jobs and we're just not trained in looking at what is not there, you know, looking into the darkness, basically, looking into what we don't know that we don't know about. Clinton?
0: It turns out that you have knacks. A knack is a talent, a, a inexplicable talent for perceptions or creations or distinctions that is in a way extraordinary or different from most people. And you have knacks. And it turns out that your knacks are these secret skills or secret talents. Those knacks are there for your archetypal lineage. And so a lot of the skills that you can develop, which to absurd levels of effectiveness, have to do with those knacks and identifying the knacks and actually augmenting you know practicing them really as in almost every moment of the day you can be practicing one or more of your knacks in, in two absurd levels of effectiveness now if you watch movies or television in the last 10-15 years or more there's been this rash or this you know huge cloud of films and stories about people with unusual talents some of those people are called superheroes. Some of these people are called witches. Some of these people are called psychic, psychic talents, you know, starting things on fire or blowing things up or knowing things or transporting yourself or going invisible or changing things or et cetera. Okay. Why, where are these stories coming from? Why are these stories interesting for people now? You know, last century, we were having whole different kinds of stories come through. But the things that are turning us on now have a lot to do with jacking into archetypal lineage. And most people don't recognize it like that. But I really, I think that that's what's going on is to make a space in the morphogenetic field of humanity, the concept that it's possible that you, as an, who, who was an ordinary human being, discover that you have these talents and they're not so uh they're not so call it, photographically ex- extra you know exorbitant as you know pointing your finger and something turns on fire or whatever you know flame in your hand or you know change you know, a plastic cup into a squirrel or something like this <laughs> it's like you actually they're they're more subtle talents but the story is you know oh wow it's a possibility that we, that a human being can have knacks that are that serve a bigger purpose, you know, almost a superhero purpose. And it's scary to imagine little old You being a superhero. but, at the, but after you watch a few of these movies, it's go, "Well, if they can be a superhero, I can be a superhero. You know, why not? You know, give it a try. I mean, I remember reading a book way back, way, way back in the 1970s. That in the book was about, you know, did you ever think that you could look at a frying egg, an egg, put an egg in the pan and tell it to fry all by itself without turning the heat on? And He says, well, can you do it? And well, you go, well, I don't think so. And I say, did you ever try? And, and well, no, I never tried. And so the book is saying, just try, you know, just try. And so, secretly over the past 25 years, I've been, every time I put an egg in a pan, I go, fry, fry, damn you, fry. It's never worked, but I try. And so this is one of these things, there's this fantastic movie called uh, Accepted, which is about these kids getting access to their own, you know, learning whatever they want to learn. it's really a movie about this. It's about developing your knack And even if it's not in a school curriculum and there's this guy who develops the knack of blowing things up with his mind. And so in any case.
1: Can I add something? So, you know, for example, there's been a lot of offers of saying, okay, there's this list of books and there's this list of movies. And if any part of you sees the invitation of read all the books or read all the movies and say, God, this is my homework like this is Clinton, you know, he's the perfect issue. Clinton is telling me that I have to go and read these books and watch these movies and do it begrudgingly, you know, as if you're in school, then you're not getting that really all the books and the movies is only about that, are only about how you're preparing yourself to jack in into your archetypal lineage and all the different facets of, The skills, the distinction, the journeys that you might need to go on, the teams that you might need to build, the new skills that are actually available to you to learn. Even if you're doing it in secret, even if it's not on any, you know, of the website of the start over, even if uh, you can miserably fail for a year at practicing that skill that you're saying, it doesn't matter. I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to keep practicing that skill until i'm just absurdly effective at it how and so so i really encourage you to to really start your education it's sort of something like that i mean it's a bad word i you know i wish there was another word but jacking into your archetypal lineage also takes study it also n- need for you to study study books study films study websites study people's you know Um, you know, both fiction books, but also nonfiction books of people who basically have described their journey of jacking into their archetypal lineage. And I mean, for example, if you, you know, have visited the archetypal lineage website, there's a list of about eight or 10 experiments, I think, that are on there. And one of them is uh, go interview people that you love, like that you admire, that you respect, that you see them in the world and you're just like, you got so much food for them. You got so much clarity from them. You got inspiration from them. And one of the ways to prepare yourself to jack into your archetypal lineage is can you go talk to these people that are bigger than you and create value for them so that your interview is not about you taking something. It's not really for you. It is you creating this space where actually they can talk about their journey. They can discover things about themselves. They can, and, and it opens up, you know, for bigger than you. So it's recorded video or audio. And then you make it public in a way that is elegant and professional and empowering this person that you actually are was inspired by and really being this to, to, t- to be around these people, you know, try to find ways how you can be around these people, these people that you love and admire that really seem, you know, even if they didn't go through this, you know, official formal initiation, some way or another, they find a way to jack themselves into their archetypal lineage, lineage that their whole life that is centered around that. And there's, and there's a long list of people. I mean, not eight billions, unfortunately you know but thousands there's really thousands of people who have found their way to their archetypal lineage in the world and are visit and are visible with it
0: and and so you can pick you can regard yourself as starting your apprenticeship and a number of you've already started your apprenticeship but it's such a cool thing to be in an apprentice and there's this there's one film called secret society and it's about a woman who discovers her a secret training program. Like everybody else is doing their ordinary job and she's only doing her job to wait around until her apprenticeship training happens. And then she goes and does her apprenticeship. And there's this other fabulous movie with Nicolas Cage is this, is the sorcerer's apprentice. And you see the apprentice, what he's going through and it's just this, this is you this is actually what you get to be involved in your daily life you wake up in the morning you put your feet on the floor as an apprentice so what are you practicing today and i and Chloe, i would go into that mm-hmm. now yeah it, unless there's unless somebody has a question yeah katarina mm-hmm. let's do a couple of questions but then mm-hmm. let's dive in because this will help yes katarina go ahead
3: well, my question is, does, um, echo actually serve this, this apprenticeship, like this, this path instead of like figuring out and think about what can be, um, yeah, what can be my next step to, to step it to Jack in? Um, what would can be I...
0: your, what would be your answer to that question?
3: Well, I've been experiencing that echo actually. It's been serving that that the people that I cross and it's not about often for me it's not about books. A lot about books actually. But not movies, but a lot of, about about people that I, I cross path with and So then it's yeah.
0: not actually a question. Yeah. <laughs> True. So can you will you own that? See so you have yeah. extraordinary knowledge. You have discovered something. And yep. it's not a question. And If you stand in what you've experienced directly, it's not a question for you anymore. It's say, I want to share that I've discovered that Echo's involved in this, the Earth Coincidence Control Office, the, this force that organizes coincidences in the world to augment and amplify my training as an apprentice. I have noticed this. And yeah. there's no question. Yeah. And then when you have the experience yourself, it's then nobody can question you, really. You know, people have doubts. You know, are you crazy? You know what? Mm -hmm. I don't even understand what you're saying. It's not my problem. You don't understand what I'm saying? Not my problem. You know, because I'm, I'm I've had the experience. It is not a fantasy world about the imagination of something that could be possible. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. We're talking mm-hmm. about what you just said, Katsudina I have noticed. It is beyond all probability that these coincidental meetings or these offers or this knowledge that I discover or this conversation I have or, or this thing I see on the bulletin board that I notice this one poster and I go there and I meet this person and then they open this door. This stuff is coincidence. And it's beyond all probability that this could happen by chance. It's there's forces at work. Okay, well, if you have a purpose in your life, like being an apprentice to preparing yourself for your archetypal lineage, there are forces of nature that go, hey, yay, you know, you get it. Here you go. Here's the next thing. Thank you.
1: I I just want to, yeah, thank you, Katarina. And the possibility is, you know, you can open this door as you've noticed this, and has worked with it already is how can I make myself more available for echo, even more available. And then that's the absurdly effectiveness part. It's like, okay, it's already working a little bit. And then how can I make myself even more available? And, and I, and I'm asking you to please, when you start doing these practices to document, what's happening to document what you've discovered. How do I make myself more available? You know, what does it take to be at, you know, at a point where the forces of the universe can work with me because it's people want to know this, you know, people want to know this. And there's people, you know, who are not here because they needed to hear it from you, Katarina. Like they can't hear it from us. They need to hear it from you. And so the, if you can talk about it, it opens up these doors for people.
0: Yeah there's this there's this image in modern culture about fabricating an identity you know handsome holy tribal man and then you have a unique offering for the world that can be copyrighted and people will become your followers in your podcast and they you might even have paying you know contributors Okay. This is, the, this is the scenario offered by modern culture. And the, the point is that you're trying to make a life for yourself, you know, a name for yourself, an image for yourself, a brand for yourself. And this is the modern culture marketing. So what we're talking about has nothing to do with that. Now, if you ask me about my life, I would say, what life? I, I don't have a life. It's not my life. I'm, I'm not interested in doing the Clinton life. You know, if the Clinton had a life, he would be an electromechanical engineer in a in computer effects company in Northern California, making polymerase chain reaction and poly polyphase amplifiers. That's what I would be doing. And I'd be a millionaire. That would be Clinton Callahan's life. So what a boring life. Now, I I... I got moved out of California. I got moved to France. I got moved to Germany. I got moved to being a nomad. I got so okay. I could not have conceived of that life. And I'm and the but the possibility of making yourself interesting to your archetypal lineage and to echo has to do with getting it that the life that you get is not your life anymore, it's better in any life you could possibly imagine and so and then this this is the hero's journey thing this is the this is what's possible for a human being is this potential to unfold in dimensions that you cannot conceive of before they unfold i mean there's a thing that you can build called a hexaflexagon which is a cube that you can fold it in certain ways and turn this thing inside out and there's three or four moves in this fold that you just can't wrap your mind around. But you do the move and it works. And so it's like that.
1: I, because you mentioned the the hero's journey. I just want to say this one short thing is the hero's journey, The often in movies or in books, there's this idea that the hero's journey, you know, you go through your transformation, you know, the underworld, and then you discover something new. and then, And then that's it, you've made it. You know, it's like this one hero's journey. <laughs> and I think, you know, by now that, you know, it doesn't happen like that is you do one hero's journey. And it is like, oh, this is the next one just coming around the corner. And it just and it keeps going around and, and around, you know, and it has no top end in that regard.
0: Renee, go ahead. You're muted. You have to turn your mute button off there.
4: Um, really, just relating to what you're saying, like with my path away from being a rescuer to to uh, whatever I'm becoming, that lately when problems arise, it's just taking like a spark from my, I think it's my archetypal lineage to set off a chain of events that solves the problem, and it's been amazing to watch that. Even though I don't exactly know what it is,
0: it's happening.
1: Mm. Thank you.
0: So, so thank you. This is what, and Chloe is asking you to somehow document. It's just, you know, you can start off by just making notes in your beat book. You just write some notes. This happened. This happened. I, here was the problem. I don't know what the spark was here. Here's this came, this happened. And Hey, the problem's gone. And And you, you just keep writing those down because for one thing, it will leave a trail where other people will be able to understand why how you could jump from the nice grandmotherly Renee who was helping everybody to being this kind of force of nature ecstatically providing services that nobody knew that you had. Mm. And so okay, how is that happening? It's useful to have that just leave notes on your trail for that. Okay, and then it also helps make it real because when you write down the story, you know, write down what happened. It's all you have to do is write down what happened. That's all. When you write it down, it, it brings it from the imaginary world of like the concept of what happened into a physical form on paper, ink on paper, which is a material object. And then it, it, it grounds it in reality when you write it down. So if, if something happens and you want to, you want it to have happened, write it down. It's almost like if you don't write it down, it did not happen. It's that big. So make it a habit to just write down amazing stuff that happens and it will build something in you and in the world.
1: And I wanted to say that it could be that you know your archetypal lineage gets to the point that you know it's it's done solving problems and it's and it's ready to create bigger problems. And so you can start looking at all the doors about, God, I'm going to just make a problem here and, and not be the one to solve it so that people can actually, other people can go through their, you know, their pain, like facing reality, their transformation. And you basically are a space holder for them entering a problem. You're making a problem for other people so that they can learn something about themselves and change.
0: Does anybody else yeah, have,
5: a have a right question right now? Go. Yeah. On this topic of knacks, how do you distinguish between something that's a knack that can serve your archetypal lineage and something that is just a really specific part of your survival strategy that that's become really effective?
0: It may be the same thing, Dowie, yeah. but given a different purpose. A what once you know. Our box, our survival strategy, the interface between our being in the world develops really creatively all through the first 20 years of our life. And so and it will grab almost anything. It'll, And so if there is a knack that it can grab and direct towards survival or manipulation or control or knowing things before they happen so that you get out of the way or whatever survival value it has, it will. It'll grab some of those things but that knack is if you if you can discern it you know differentiate it from the mere survival value that it has and go gosh that's really a knack actually you know and then go okay how can i what what are the ways what's blocking me from in enhancing the knack from from dis, from pulling it out from the survival strategy and 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 one of the ways to to do that is to be able to in a way, teach other people how to do it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you start, you do a work talk on the knack, for example, and you, people will ask you questions that you do not know the answers to. But then your archetypal lineage will give you the answers for those people, and you will get the answers too. And so, this is a clever way to put yourself in a position where it's necessary to provide information for other people. Not for you, you put yourself in a position like as a work talk where it's necessary, and the necessity itself is a force of nature that will bring through this stuff that you need actually, and then you go, ah, okay, this snack, I get it you know and you are actually developing it in others, yeah I'm, does that help Which, what's what's yes. the knack you're thinking of what are the one you what's the one you're thinking of
5: charisma something around this or or people listening to me. Yeah, and it's something I've been afraid of cultivating, or, or or really letting up at all, because it's so it's so enmeshed with survival.
4: Yeah,
1: but for example, yeah, though, so
5: that's
0: the point.
1: Okay. Sorry, I <laughs> just want to say, for example, that it's off from what i have noticed. It's a survival strategy that is really prominent in America. You know, a lot of boxes have these high charisma. Okay, you go to Germany, everybody has learned to be the same. They cannot have charisma. So it's really useful then to go to put yourself in, you know, in Germany and Finland or whatever these countries that learn to be all the same and your survival strategy will not really work there because the the cultural box is different and you have a skill that they don't have. And that's a use, you know, that's the use of also traveling to other cultures mm-hmm. to start noticing uh, your, your survival strategy, whatever, your box gremlin strategies, and also your knacks and how this um, intercultural communication and connection is is really part of f- unfolding, like flaming on archetypal lineage. Mm-hmm.
0: Martina, Ricardo, just one second. I just want to say that yeah. The charisma thing, when you go to Germany, they laugh at you because it's a stupid American thing. I know. But really huh say but the the charisma really yeah you've experienced that so the charisma thing is really about holding space and if you can peel off the i'm cool i'm better i'm loud i'm first i'm smart you know i'm the i'm the one on the pedestal if you peel that off and you get about what kind of skill skill it is for holding space and and have the energies don't flow through your ego but flow through the space, it, it's really useful stuff. and It's a difficult skill to have, but mm-hmm. you have to peel it off from that other thing. Martina Ricardo. Wait,
1: wait, there was uh, Nicholas first had his hand. Oh,
0: okay.
5: Oh, I, just, um, I, had, uh, I just thought that um, noticing the purpose of the neck helps in terms of making that distinction. In other words, that um, if the result is... A change or something new or radical or dangerous then it's it's not um yeah that it's serving something bigger than the box or it's more likely to be serving the archetypal lineage and it's also something about uh what i'm getting is something about the way of describing uh the thing that i'm doing like like one of my knacks is um taking an idea which seems fixed and transforming it and making it usable uh, and the way that's been manifesting at the, you know until now is that i make sculptures of mountains but i'm seeing that uh that i can take the same knack of taking something that's 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 fixed and and transforming it and I can man- manifest that in a completely different way that doesn't involve making bronze sculptures. I think that's what I'm getting.
2: Yeah.
5: Cool.
0: Thank you.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Martina Ricarda. <clears throat> uh,
6: there was something that we found out in our possibility management team about the difference or the distinction between uh, survival strategy and uh, neck, And that is that uh that the neck you have that from from the very first beginning you have that when you were born so when the when you when you leave your mother's womb the neck is already there and the survival strategy comes later when you are in that situation where you decide to make it like this or that and you you decide to take that strategy so that comes later and that is a a, a big difference because, because we found out that uh, that you can see the neck in in almost every baby photo of yourself because it's already there when you were born
2: thank you
1: thank you Martina i mean what i what i'm thinking is you know i don't know if some of you have this idea that you cannot practice to an absurd level of effectiveness But when you think about your survival strategy, it has done that. It has done that to the point, you know, that your being has been suffocating, but that's how effectively, like absurdly effective your survival strategy is. And so that you already have it in you to practice to that degree. It's just been unconscious up to now. And you can make use of uh, this, you know, it's... uh, it's like, I don't know, it's a force, it's a source, it's a, an experience. And you, and you shift it to these, uh, knacks, like Martina, you were saying, separate from the survival strategy. And you, and you make it ab- absurdly effective. Like them. Great. Katarina, you had something. I just want to say, uh, Holger, we started an hour ago. So we're on a moving train. So jump on the train.
4: Yeah.
3: Cowboy. <laughs> yeah it's just about the survival what we were talking about survival strategy and neck uh, could that be that the neck is uh um actually a survival strategy that we have from past lives or something like that and and i i, I ask the question because my perception is that uh, and from emotional healing processes and and various things uh, that I go to, into past lives where uh, sexual energy was um, was a survival strategy that I was using, um, and that actually now and I I I feel fear of asking the question of, of saying it, but that now I feel it as a neck actually the sexual energy uh for me it's part of uh of something that is related to my archetypical lineage um and i and i i feel it as an i feel it like it's a neck because um wow it's hard yeah it's about being conscious on the way you use it actually it's not as i can make it not be a survival strategy now because i'm conscious about it and i can use it as a neck so I don't know if it this makes sense. This the thing of uh, the connection to past lives and survival strategy in past lives and that it comes with us into this life. Yes. Um, and that can be an act now. I don't know if this makes sense.
0: Yes. To
5: get different results.
0: Yeah, I mean okay. it makes total sense. I had two daughters and and when they're as soon as they could I I would put a, a pen, a pencil in their hand and a piece of paper and my first daughter I, I put the pen in her hand she grabs it holds it perfectly and starts making flowing designs and marks i go god this is so easy my second daughter i hand her the pen she kind of grabs it like this and 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 it took her it takes her years to be able to hold the pen correctly and make it like this so this what we bring with us from past lives is so tacitly apparent it is there's so much we have and that's also have knacks that are built in that we've developed for, for a long, long time. I mean, and Chloe, I met her when I was a carpenter in Spain, and she comes into my carpenter shop and says, "Gosh, this looks fun. I'd like to build something." I said, "Did you ever work with wood before?" She goes, "No," and I say, "Well, this is a drill." And she goes, "I know," and she goes, Ooh. "And she with the saws and she's and she builds this stool in about an hour." And I'm going. You never touched wood before. I mean, so these are knacks. You know, these are things we bring with us, and you have a lot of them. And it's so it's so far away from modern education. Sit down, open open the book, see spot, jump. You know, like it's so it's a such a um, uh, disrespectful uh, of our talents and knacks that we come in with.
1: I know you Does want to jump in the... Yeah, Sabine.
0: Go ahead.
4: Yes, my question is, so I had a formal initiation three months ago, and you described, Clinton, that you have this clarity about what to do, what's your next job, and you have a good communication with your archetypal lineage. And... I feel there is a gap. So I I feel um, I feel this is um there is this force and this is true, but I have this story that I don't know what to do.
0: This Show me thing. your talisman. Can you hold it kind of up to I can't yeah. see it? Can you hold it up to the camera?
4: I'm not seeing myself. Is it?
1: Yes, yes, we can see it now.
0: Okay, that's not one from us. So it's it would I would suggest you get a different one. This is just a little thing, but that thing is a a fancy piece of kind of lightweight jewelry. It's not a talisman. So a talisman is going to be heavier. Can, and Claire, could you grab the big heavy ring that's yeah. right by your bed there? Or grab a couple of, of the heavy ones. Yeah. Up. So we go around trying to find these things and they're not easy to find. This is a massive iron ring.
1: This one is really cool. I mean they're all really cool, but
0: hold it up close. Yeah. yeah. This is a massive silver blob. I mean it's it came from the the, the, the I won't tell you where it came from. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Indigenous right.
0: It's, it's old. Yeah. It's old. Yeah. Yeah. And show and show another one. Yeah. A Couple of those other ones. This one's made out of bronze.
1: And I have a. All right, I'll grab a couple of other ones. Do
2: they? Do they change? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. This is my third one. This is my third one. Okay.
2: Here's Something one like this. Yeah.
0: And do that other silver one.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking. I was thinking of a different one, the other silver yeah, one.
1: Yeah, yeah, the silver one. Oh, this is all the ones we have now. Here we go.
0: Yeah, hold it really close. Yeah. And you can,
2: do the character- characteristics heavy. of Thank the you. do the characteristics of the talisman show indicate the archetypal lineage?
0: No, not not really, not at all. It just needs to be some resonance between. It's not linear. It just has to be heavy and massive enough. And and it it needs to be some resonance. Like your archetypal lineage will just say yes. And so anyway, so, so can, Sabina. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I just
1: want to say one thing to Sonia. Is, you know, I've seen people look at my talisman and say, oh, um, so this is not my talisman. I'm wearing another one. It's, that's another story. You know, you have these little flowery things. And so therefore it means, and I stop them right there. You know, I said, you know, I don't want all your crap in this. You know, I'm not interested in your opinions, your ideas, your, it's a, you know, it's like an intellectual, trying to intellectually understand what those little drawing means. And it really has nothing to do with that. So just protect it in that, in that way, even from your own mind in a way. Thank
0: you. Mm. And there are there are healing processes that help in terms of getting in resonance with your archetypal lineage, which is has a more direct connection to your being than to your box. And so I would recommend this to a number of you, whoever is attracted to it. We have just put a website up called Centering the Being. It's called Centering the Being, and it has a description of this process and it has some demonstration videos of the process and you can have somebody do this process for you. And if you, like Sabina, in your case, there's, there's, uh, you have, what do you, you have these big fears. There's a fear. What is the big fear about? At the
4: moment or?
0: Yeah, whatever. In your life, what is the big fear about? Uh, The
4: big fear is
0: about groups against me yes so that right there that little sensation is a doorway to an emotional healing process have you and so do that one and it has two or three levels that particular process that you just said said you know go to the back of your beat book and write it down on your list of emotional healing processes to do Did have you done any work with that yet
4: yes i had a lot of um Emotional healing process, like this, off with this topic.
0: Okay, what were your, your new decision? A new
6: decision.
0: That's what I'm saying. Hmm. You did not make a new decision yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so there's some as new a, decisions that you can.
1: As a Go new ahead. identity, it it is about a new identity. Yeah. It's not about what you're gonna do or what you're gonna yeah. have. It's about who you are becoming new, a new identity. So the decision starts with I am, not mm. with I do or I feel or it's okay if or I trust or kind of none of that. Yeah.
0: And then the new identity will have a different set of wants. And the new identity says, I want. And it is not the old Sabina, what she wants. It's this new identity, what it wants. And you start doing those things. And if it's not okay for you to do the accomplish what you want from the new identity, then you you become not so interesting. You know your archetypal lineage can't function. Echo can't move you if if you're if you're blocked because of your survival strategy. That's yeah. why it's so important. Sonia, you were going to say something. No. Okay. So I would. And Chloe, run... I think we should.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so Rodre and Sarita, I don't know if you're in in the game. Um. So wait a second. I'm not going to count you in because your camera is is not on. So that it's going to be. Just give me a second here. So what, Clinton? Can you say what what are we doing?
0: Can you help me? Because there's two yeah. or three. Yeah, there's two so or three pra-
1: practices. So I would go into this one. I would go into the fears, sort of this door that Sabine opened. And to, to really to, when you go into the group, one person is speaking. The two other people, you're holding space, you know, and you have your sword and your being to being connection. And the, and the so it's person. it's two on one. It's two on one. And let's say you're the client, the one person, you're the client. You go into this this place in you have, God. If I, you know, if there was jobs from my archetypal lineage that would come in right now, what would be my fears? And you, and, yeah.
0: And what would be the skills that you would need to practice? What would be the skills that that you are your next needing to practice? And so the other two people, you can sense from just scanning and being with that person, what skills they need to develop their knack.
1: And you get it. So the fear, the fear is also informing you of the skills. The fear is actually this information about the skills, because what you're afraid of is where you don't have power yet. And the power comes with the skill.
0: And it's a lot like Dawe was saying, is that you already are familiar with this in the background. Or it's been, it's part of you already. It isn't something different. Yet it's, mm, it has, it will be given a different purpose. And so the two people are telling the one person how to practice these skills in a way that will serve their archetypal lineage.
1: And you write it down. Write it down. Great. We'll have about like seven. Yeah. Can
0: we demonstrate with somebody for a second? Let's go ahead. Just demonstrate.
1: Who would like to volunteer for? being a demonstrator
0: just for me and Aunt Chloe to work on you for a bit so Sonia, Sonia. good
1: so go ahead Sonia, the- yeah yeah I mean I would I would start with the fear so, so okay would you go ahead Sonia It just like if these jobs would come what would be the fears that the first fear that would come up or the biggest fear
2: not be able to do it not be enough
0: Right. How many, how many work talks have you, have you given lately? Have you been giving any work talks? No. Okay. So that would be the skill to practice right now. It'd be to stand in front of a group of people and navigate the space to, to provide value for them about something that you don't know about. Something that might be interesting for you or exciting for you but you do not know about it. And you put up the poster, you make a little map, and you say, I'm going to provide a work talk space about this. It doesn't matter if you, only one person comes, mm-hmm. it does not matter. You give the full work talk, the full exercise, everything to that person. That would be your skill to develop right now. And there's a website for you to look at called Speak from the Unknown. You know this website? No, I don't. Okay, you write it down. Go there. Do those exercises. Speak from the unknown. But also, so we would come up with three themes. And Chloe, we're gonna give her three themes for the three skills.
1: Talk. Oh no, three, three themes. Three Themes. Okay. I just want to say, even if there's zero, zero people, you turn on the recording and you do it <sighs> for two hours, and it will freak we... your box out, really. And you will say, "I that's it. I can't say anything." And you stay there for two One hours. Time.
0: And Chloe and I, we we arranged this whole work talk. In Paris, where was it? In Brazil. In, pa- in, Paris. in Paris. In Paris, we arranged a work talk, and we had this space. We had all the we had fifteen or twenty chairs out. We were sure all these people were going to come. Not one person came. What happened was on the shelf. For some reason, they had little puppets and dolls. It was, so we it took was Afri- all these puppets and
1: and African masks. Those like really, yeah, you know, Af- sure, yeah.
0: And we put them in the chairs, and then Anne Chloe, we gave the talk to the masks. It was fabulous. We didn't record it, but it was amazing. (laughs) Space. We gave the talk to these masks. and I'm sure the African and the other side go, "Whoa, this was great!"
1: (laughs) This was my first work talk. This was my first work talk. (laughs) Okay, Okay, so three themes. So three themes.
0: Okay. One is the uh, archetypal feminine. Like becoming an arch- archarchical woman,
4: mm-hmm.
0: how to become an archarchical woman. What is that? Particularly with regards to sexuality,
1: mm-hmm.
0: creation one, and sexuality. Go ahead.
1: One is about, it's a shift of relationship to money, like exiting scarcity, exiting the world of life is suffering. Life has to be suffering.
0: And another one would be accessing radical joy. Ecstatic. How to access radical joy? We could give you more, but do you you want to give more, Anne Chloe?
1: No, I think this is this is good. And then Sonia, when we go into groups, then you're the first person to go, and you keep going about you know the next fear, the next skill, the next fear, and the next skill. And we'll have about I would say six minutes, six seven minutes per person. I'll tell you when to shift. Yeah.
0: Any questions from anyone?
1: Okay. Here we go. Uh,
0: skills Skills to develop for your archetypal lineage.
1: Coming and informed by the fear. Informed by your fear. Clinton, you are co-host. That means you can move in between the rooms and I, I'll follow you.
0: So, and Chloe and I yeah. will drop into different rooms to just yeah. play. So. Okay.
1: We're moving together, Clinton, so that we got the recording. All right. Yeah. Great. Who's I, starting?
2: I can search. Go. Uh, I feel fear of not finding out what is my archetypical image. That's my fear. I, fear. I fear that I don't have
0: it. One of the skills to develop is to be able to say no and stop And I don't want to. So it would be good if you wrote these down. And there's ways to do that. One of them is is Rage Club. Have you been in Rage Club before? Yes. Okay, are you a Rage Club space holder? No. You can deliver Rage Club for other women. This this thing about teaching the thing that you need to learn.
1: Yes. And then after you've participated in another rage club and and you start delivering rage club go to fear club claudia because this the skill is to navigate how to navigate your fear with your anger and how to navigate your anger with your fear and to have both of those um consciously playing with each other
0: another skill that you would need to develop is being a problem so you're usually a solution you go around your life being a solution. You help other people with their problems. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, you need to learn to be a problem. And it, uh, there's a website called Asshole Training, which would be great for you Just study the website called Asshole Training.
1: Great. Let's re- move into room five.
6: So, hey. so Thanks, giving giving possibilities on what we hear, By let go, uh,
3: what do you mean by let go? Do you mean um, throw it away? Throw it away. Okay.
4: Yeah, things you don't need anymore. Practice. Just, just, just let them go. Things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.
1: And and and, so what's the skill? What's the skill to practice that? From Holger, what were you? What was the offer for the skill?
5: It's experiencing sadness and letting go.
4: Okay. Thanks.
1: Great so so James, there's also the possibility to join there's a fantastic sadness club that is starting with uh Susanne and patrizio and they' they're really training people to open into not just your personal sadness but into this genuine heart of sadness it's really this ability to be connected with you know bigger forces than just yourself. And if you can go there, then you can then start delivering it. Also, if it's something that you need to learn.
0: Who are we talking to?
1: James, we're talking to James.
6: Okay. Yeah, cool. That's really cool because just yesterday I was really thinking about sadness and sadness club, and so let's echo. Yeah, thanks. That's, so the the next fear. So the first fear was that I'd drop something if if, if, this, if one job came if an archetypal lineage job came
0: and I dropped something else important.
6: James, uh, so there's a website same...
0: called Integrity. Mm-hmm. There's a website called Integrity and go to the website, do, the, do those skills. But the, the thing about the one to work on right now is to make a promise and keep it without any question and start small. Like say in one minute, I'm going to put my hand up for five seconds and then put it down again. You'd make mm. that promise to somebody. And then in one minute, you put your hand up for five seconds, count the seconds and put it down again. And you then then you start building this muscle of integrity that will counterbalance your hysteria. There's a kind of hysteria that you have inside of yourself about the world and the chaos and your ability to contribute. And so when you start building your integrity muscle, it will build a whole new thing inside of you. That you'll be able to keep promises with no without going hysterical about it.
4: Yes. Mm, yes. and
2: I, I have something like, uh, just uh, start do, uh, not too fast. It's more like, uh, like movie, not like that. Though. Not knowing what the jobs are.
5: Yeah, the first is coming, it's just, uh, it's like getting relation, like a deeper relation with your fear.
1: And, and I w- I'm going to add, Wojciech, in doing the thing that your fear is telling you to do, like irrevocably, like okay. all the time, because that was the thing that happened for you a couple of days ago, you didn't do it. And then your fear will say, well, pfft, why am I going to give you, you know, all these information if you're not going to actually do something about it?
0: Wojciech, there's a, there's your, there's something about being.
1: It's Son, It's Sonia. We're still working on Sonia.
0: On Sonia? Yeah. Okay. Well, well still Wojcik. You... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. There's that thing you have about it being invisible or sneaky or not abiding by the rules, and it it would be to take a stand for being visible. This is vocek like, so there's a way that when, like, I mean, speaking first or uh, saying your opinion and or making proposals, it's about I'm um, not being invisible. And Sonia, the there's there's a way.
1: Tarina, are you here? Yes. You're back in. Okay.
0: You're very focused on being proper, really proper. And this is about being being playful and unexpected and you have huge resources for that. You've just been suppressing them and your archetypal lineage needs you for that. Where are you going in Chloe? Uh, You tell me. Three.
5: Okay. And so the question is like, um, can you, uh, what would it look like to use those NACs for something more than survival? And how do you feel when you consider that possibility? Um, I'm turned on by the sense of adventure. You know, I think joy is underneath that fear, perhaps, of adventuring in those new,
0: you know, situations or game worlds. Nathan, do you, can you use a sword, two-handed bokken sword? Have you done any sword work? Nope. Okay, that would be really useful for you, because uh, it gets you out of your head. Yeah, it'll bring you right into having a kind of clarity that comes from your center, rather than a clarity that comes from your mind. And your archetypal lineage needs you to have this centered, this this fierce centeredness, but it's not in your mind. You're you've been relying on your mind. You need to blow that out. And so the sword work, if you don't do it right you get hit all right so aikido sword work you can do go do that for 6 months just once a week get go do that work
1: cool thank nathan you. you are you the first were you the first client
0: yeah
1: okay let's shift then thank you who's next i
0: can, I can go guys. next
1: katarina
3: yeah i i'm um I just got into this um, situation right away um, where the fear is so strong that it actually cuts um, internet access and um, stuffs around around me. So that's why I, I, I really want to go into that.
1: What's the fear about um, Katarina?
3: I can't do it. I cannot do it? I cannot do it. Because? I cannot do it.
0: <clears throat> is it because you're not allowed? Is it because you will be killed? Is it because you don't have the information? What is the reason? Because
3: I'll be killed. I'll be killed. Yeah. All right. I'll so that that
0: is a gateway to a past a past life emotional healing process. Yep. more
3: than one. Okay, maybe. so
0: keep doing those. There's, there, <laughs> there's yeah. do do some several of them. There's the thing more is, than one. Yeah, more than yeah. one. And some of them have more yeah. than one level. So just keep yeah. doing those. But, but tell me something you can't do right now. That I can? You I sing, can? can you sing? Can you sing? I can. can. Can you sing in front of people? Yes. Yes? Can you dance in front of people? Sh- shall I? No. Yes. Can you? Can you, you juggle may- three balls? Can you juggle three balls? Okay. So learn to juggle three balls. And by the end of the week, by Sunday, make a short video of you juggling three oranges or three lemons or something like that. Apples, when they hit the floor, they make a mess, but lemons, no. So do lemons, lemons or oranges and show the video, you know, send us the video that by Sunday you learned to juggle three things. And find other things mm. like that. Keep finding things like that. Can you throw a knife and it sticks into a, a wall? Can you do that?
3: Never tried. I, okay, I then can. You so can't then you do don't, it. can yeah.
0: learn. No, okay. So yeah. learn to throw a knife so it sticks in the yeah. wall three times in a row, three different mm. knives, and, chuk, 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 and they stick in the wall, a cardboard box or something. Put another video up. And
3: there's. Just the thing that also came to me as you were talking, there's a thing about I can't do it because it's too big.
1: Yeah, right. you, start small. Been... You, you start small, you start small, start doing okay. the things you cannot do small. And then you, you keep moving into the next bigger thing, the, make, the next scarier thing. And so another possibility mm-hmm. for you is that you you still have this relationship to your fear that you're afraid of your fear. Yeah. And so that will be a next skill is to learn to shift your relationship to fear. That fear is fear. Instead of fear is death. You have it. Fear is death. I feel fear. I will die. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's Mm -hmm. practices. There's a conscious fear. Join a fear club. And your whole thing is about changing your relationship. One. It's the same thing. One percentage at a time. Can I feel 3% fear and not have it, you know, wired with death. Okay, three mm-hmm. percent fear. Can I do five? Can I do eight? Can I do twenty? Can I do fifty? No, can I do a hundred percent fear? And its fear is fear. I notice yeah. you're not writing stuff down, Katarina.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm absorbed. I'm still in the sensations. I think, but I'm very um, um, open and receiving. We don't believe you.
0: Um, we don't believe you. Okay. We don't believe you'll do any of these things if you do not write them down.
3: I'm writing them now.
1: Okay. Room one.
6: That could that could let your blocks fall down. Choose a specific river where you can melt those away for
4: a couple of months.
1: We're talking to Dorothea. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yes. Great. But I, I, I didn't get it. Can you can you repeat it, please? I go to the yes. river, and then choose, I She
6: Choose a specific river and enter the river so that the blocks can just melt for a couple of months. They all get back, and meanwhile, there's something there
5: for you.
0: You're saying the river washes it away? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, let the river wash it away and it can work it can work in the ocean also there's a great website called baptize yourself no de-baptize, de-baptize yourself. yourself de-baptize yourself de-baptize yourself
2: and another practice could be uh take material like t- what is torn. uh how you form clay uh, clay. clay clay yeah and for uh, the model your blocks and make it as uh, art pieces, uh, I mean, for yourself.
0: And when you, as you're making it, you put the block out outside of yourself.
2: Yeah.
4: You
0: shape your block with clay and put it, yeah. and as you do that, you're putting it outside of yourself over there. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Thank What's you. the fear? Oh we're, oh, we're coming to an end. I, okay. Yeah, I go. Okay. If if archetypal lineage gave me a job now, I would fear to be Ridiculed.
0: yes uh have you been in an improvisational theater mm-hmm. class do you know improvisational yes. theater
2: yeah
0: okay well there's a way to there's a there's a way that you can you, in improvisational theater you must it must be ridiculed or it's not funny,
2: yeah. Uh, okay. okay
0: and so the the practice is to make your make your interactions more improvised like improvised uh, uh, as as a way of expanding the space of more possibilities you know you, you go into the restaurant and you they say what would you like you say i would like a large mac truck uh, Mac is a brand of truck. I would like a large 18-wheeler truck. And and they go, you mean a Mac burger? No, you know a Mac truck. I really, you asked me what I want, and I what I want is this 18-wheeler truck to drive down the Audubon, you know? And they go, we don't serve those here. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, then I'll have a soup. Okay, so on and on and on, like all the ongoing like that.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Another possibility as a skill is to make use of your absurdly effective skill in singing as a way to write songs that, you know, would seem ridiculous for an opera singer. It would seem ridiculous, you know, but you would write them about, about what you're learning, you know, about gremlin, about, uh, transformation, about, and you, and you write these lyrics and you, and you, uh, record you record yourself singing these songs that you've wrote the lyrics from, that your you know opera box singer finds them completely ridiculous.
0: Mm-hmm. You're like my underwear is killing me.
2: Yes,
0: like, yes. it's already
2: <laughs> killing me. <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> wonderful.
0: And there's this thing about. I'm sorry. There's this is thing about juggling three things or balancing something on your hand, like balancing something. If and I don't know if you can already juggle three things. Can you already do that? No. Okay. Well, if you if you go to the shopping zone of in Germany, they have these center of town, and you can just practice with three lemons, something like that. So when and then and have a little cup out on the street. So you're <laughs> just sitting there practicing trying to learn to juggle three things and you have a cup out and just people might talk to you. Just just do that.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. And for you. Mm -hmm. So really
6: experience the intensity and go to the edge, make it even bigger. Mm.
1: Sabine, so this this uh, possibility came up in the previous group that we were in, but it's, have you been to, it's like, you're really serious. You're a very serious person. And I think your archetypal lineage is actually really funny. And, and so to, you know, go to, go to an impro theater workshop. And, oh, and, I
4: didn't. and you, it wasn't, I, I do the next.
1: Yes. yes, and it's sort of, so to the degree that you can deliver it, Sabine. Mm-hmm. Do it to the degree that you can, you, you deliver it. And uh, many people in possibility management need it. So d- deliver mm-hmm. it to the circle of people in possibility management. An okay. improv workshop. And if you've already done one, maybe do one more, but then move s- straight into holding space for that.
0: And uh, to develop that skill further would be to be a problem. And what that means is, when you go to the bank or the post office and there's this line, you go to the first person in line and say, "My my dog is is caught in my car, and I just have to do this right away." And cut, <laughs> cut in line, and all the people behind you will hate you because yes. you're. But you say, I, "My dog, it's my dog." And <laughs> you go lie the hell out of it. It's just a total lie, but you're being a problem. So another another way to be a problem is you. You go in the grocery store and you act like you're kind of a epileptic sort of person. <laughs> and you're by the, the 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 boxes of cereal and you try to get the cornflakes <laughs> off and it falls over. Like eight boxes fall and you try to grab the the special K and it falls on the floor. You know, not not jars of pickles that would break, just the yeah. boxes. You know, and then you just go and you, you just stand there like that. And people <laughs> will come around and say, "Can we help you?" and go. No, nah, sometimes it happens like if I, just, I, just need, I I just need one box of cornflakes. No, not cornflakes. Special you know, fruit loops or whatever. Like be a problem like that. You
4: make I mean, make it once, once a
0: day. Once a day for three weeks. Sorry, sorry, Renee. Go ahead.
4: Make a comedy of your fears and, and record it. Okay. Uh, so so that people, you know, really have a good laugh.
2: And uh you can have a good laugh at yourself as well. Yeah.
5: what what were you going to say?
2: Oh
6: just have to write that. I want to tell you. Yeah <laughs> my my archetypal lineage has to do has to do with writing. So this is this is perfect this this skill to to uh, uh, connect Martina. that.
1: The, yeah. the additional skill is to read out loud what you write, and so in a way to be public about it, to be visible about it, and to make it kind of dramatic. And it's like there's mm-hmm. a way that you're you you you're very good at like being in this neutral, you you're being really neutral, which is a skill to not be hookable, you know, to not be hooked. If you're neutral, you're not hookable, but it's missing kind of this spice of the dramatism of life. And so you go into the square of Ravensburg or, you know, or if you want to do it in another town and you bring your writing and you, and you, and you read it out loud, you know, with the different characters, with a different voice, with a different posture, you know, each character could have a different, you know, a hat or sword or something different that, and, and bring that dramatism to, you know, first your writing and then your life.
0: So two times a day for the next three weeks, Act as if you're hooked, and put it on. Like, mm. Overemphasize it, like really be hysterical and just, just kind of uh, over, like really emotional. Just and act it for sixty seconds, and then just stop. But to, but actually, take on this character of somebody who's just lost, lost their center and lost control, and and and, and, get, and get pissed off
1: and, yeah,
0: yeah, but really pissed off. Yeah, but, but only for sixty seconds. But do it in a way that's. His, like, joyfully hysterical. Like, mm-hmm. just really enjoy being out of control for 60 seconds and then come back.
6: And then explain, explain no. why I did that.
0: No, no, no. just say, I say it just happens thank you, <laughs> Thank you. Don't you hate it when it happens? There's a movie <laughs> called Beetlejuice. There's a movie called Beetlejuice. There's one moment when his head starts spinning around, and then he grabs it like this. And he goes, don't you hate it when that happens? And then he just goes on, so you can do that. Just, don't you hate it when that happens? And then come back to me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, okay.
0: I can't wait. I want to be there when you do this,
5: <laughs> or 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 to write your next article under a pseudonym, and then when you publish it, decide to use your real name.
2: Uh,
6: what was the first part under a what? It's gonna... What is that?
2: Un
6: nom de plume. I don't understand that also. What? Big name. A synonym. A ah, synonym. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? I didn't understand that. I I just didn't understand that this is not a problem. Or is it a problem? (laughs) Is this a problem that I didn't understand that? (laughs) Fuck you all. (laughs) I just wanted to know what you mean because this is important for me. I wanted to know what what I should do because I need to know what I shall do.
4: (laughs) And then you have to... Remember the last part. Don't Don't hate it when that
0: happens? happens. Martina, Martina, another one is you just start speaking in a foreign language that nobody's ever heard before. (laughs) And really adamantly. (laughs) Then they'll hire you in Star Wars. (laughs)
4: This (laughs) comes
0: tomorrow.
1: Okay, any, any reports, Any noticing any sharings about this or anything? We have about 15 minutes, so anything else I, that you need?
0: I just want to say that this kind of preparation and apprenticeship to developing the skills that would be valuable for your archetypal lineage is immensely fun. It's challenging, it's scary as hell, but it adds this kind of wildness to your life that you've probably been waiting for a long time. And when people ask you what you're doing, you go, it's a science experiment. That's all. You just tell them it's a science experiment. And they'll go, oh, okay. That's all. You don't have to explain this long thing about whatever for your archetypal lineage and all this. Just say, oh, it's a science experiment. And then even when the police come up and ask you something, like, what, what are you doing? You go, I'm doing a science experiment. And they go, <laughs> okay, do you have a permit for this? You go, ah, no. I'll stop right now <laughs> but, they, but they won't throw you in jail then but it's really empowering and I just please 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 just play full out with this because this is where you become more interesting to echo and your archetypal lineage feels okay okay they're getting ready yeah. <laughs> and, and one other thing is just you're already connected to your archetypal lineage Okay, there's ways that you're all, you've been kind of born that way. And your whole life has been, in a way, preparation for even the hard and difficult times of your life. When you go, okay, you know, this was preparing me for my archetypal lineage. There's an understanding in, for example, carpentry, that the, 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 the teaching enters your body. It's not just your mind or your heart. It really needs to enter your body. And the way the teaching enters your body is a board falls on you or you you know you you make a big cut in your hand and you have to have stitches or you hit your ham your thumb with a hammer and your you know bloods everywhere like this is how the teaching goes in your body and so so the thing for the archetypal lineage is it needs to get in your body and so let it be let it be kind of wild you know, don't don't get arrested don't hurt yourself too badly you know, like that. But really, but let yourself be part of the show. Because there's this huge archetypal show going on. And uh, and most humans are not playing any part out except the underworld. They're mostly playing out underworld. And there's a way that, that you yourself can be used as a hero, that you can contribute, you can make a difference through your archetypal lineage. And you've wanted to the whole time. And so, let yourself be moved in those directions to speak about bigger things than you know about and to take a stand that you that you are afraid to take and that might offend people and then and they'll ex, they'll demand an explanation and then explain yourself you know really commit to the people around you you're not you're not doing this to be a show off or to be weird or to be different you're actually opening up doorways that people can join you and then why are you doing this or i don't get this and then you explain yourself and this it it makes it so they can also come to where you are you know your explanation has to go to where they are but then they can come to where you are i mean often it just
1: yeah often that this identity of doing things like a a lot in in a lot of groups it was about becoming a problem you know learn to become a problem we've learned so much to be this polish, fitting in, belonging, you know, saying the right thing, being polite, being understandable, being understanding. And,
0: Sit in rows, make yeah, your chair straight. And,
1: and this being a problem, really, it helps to have this identity of being a conscious asshole because it will feel like that, that you're really being an asshole with these people who are sleeping, you know, and it's, well, who who am I to disrupt their life? You know, who am I, you know, I don't have any rights. It's, you know... All these questions, you know, all these fears will come up in, in an identity of being a conscious asshole. You, you can say, I'm on the side of my archetypal lineage. I'm not on the side of people's comfort. I'm on the side of my archetypal lineage. You know, I'm on the side of the archetypal show that's playing. You know, I'm on, I'm on the side of. Uh, you know, having a space for these bright principles, you know, these archetypal forces to come into the field and change the possibility that human being might actually have a bright future. That's that I'm on a side of. And the rest, actually, I changed my mind. I'm not on the side of the zombie. I'm not on the side of uh, the mechanical defensive reactiveness. I don't need to to uh, take care of that. It's like you're dropping the taking care you know of being this protector taking care of other people the way you've taken care of your parents or your siblings or you know all the ways that you've decided to take care of other things then your archetypal lineage you say i change my mind i'm changing my mind right now
0: and let yourself be fed by the experiments that you're doing and and what i mean by that is that you it isn't about using up your energy and time to do something extra. People, you get this fear? There's this fear, but I'm already exhausted. I'm already trying as much as I can. And this is, it's not about using up more time and energy. It's the opposite. It's actually when you start letting this stuff come through, it will feed you. And so follow the food. And the food will take you to weird things. Like there, there are times when, and Chloe and I go to a cafe, and uh, like I'll just order three different desserts. That's it. People are ordering, you know, their soup and their salad, and I just order three desserts. And I, and I just, they're fantastic. You know, everybody's eating what their mother told them to eat, and I'm eating what my archetypal lineage told me to eat. <laughs> you know, we had pizza for breakfast yesterday. I mean, it's pizza for breakfast. Okay. So, and then, and time. And like, we paid for you it. We need to work. And what? <laughs> and we paid
1: for it. We paid for the cold <laughs> pizza for breakfast.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, they don't be wor- so worried if you get up at four o'clock in the morning and start working on stuff. Or if you stay up all night long working on stuff, like don't try to constrict yourself to time in that way. And so there's, there's energies and possibilities that are coming in as an offer from your archetypal lineage that are impulse they seem impulsive or they seem they seem silly or sporadic or and it's food for you and it's creating possibility for others and it it, does, if you
4: mm-hmm.
1: i just want it doesn't ahead. need to make sense in some kind of oh i'm doing this because i'm serving my archetypal lineage you know you can you can drop that part
0: It doesn't need to be normal. Like We've been so trained to be invisible and fit in and be normal so that we don't get killed. Well, you know, you didn't get killed yet. So take a risk. You know, probably, you know, we're not in a time where the church dominates everything and and there's all this political intrigue where they're going to, you know, take you away to some dungeon and let the cockroaches eat you. You Know it's those times are over. And yes, it happened to you over and over again in past lives and stuff, but right now there's this time of, of really trans transformational freedom. And so what we're doing is so under the radar of any system that's operational in the world. Like the kind of work that you can you're offering for men's work, women's work, transformational work, healing stuff, creating possibility, empowering possibilitators is so under the radar that you have. Freedom of movement that's almost been unheard of, and the the thing is, while you're doing the work, have your gremlin at your side. This is not about giving your your gremlin freedom of movement because nobody can stop him anymore. It's not what this is about. So when, yeah, so in this space of freedom that you start to discover have your gremlin at your side as an ally, as a resource, and not running the show. So it's your show, your mother didn't do this, your father did not do this, and you can go ahead and start over again as being the space through which your archetypal lineage can do its work in the world. And as that happens more and more, the Earth Coincidence Control Office will start moving you to different places in your life, and the stuff that you ha- are hanging on to that is is baggage, there's a fantastic website called baggage.mystrikingly.com. Please check that out. The less baggage that you have, the more freedom of movement you have to be moved around for your archetypal lineage. Oh, so This is a, also a great thing. Yeah. I'll send out. You
1: had, I just want to say I'll send out I the did, websites, yeah. the awesome. the films, the books that we've mentioned um, in the email afterwards.
3: Um, I, I, I really want to ask why, um, you brought up the Archearchal Woman, if you could develop, um, on that a bit, um, we're finishing, but I feel the call to, to have more information on that.
0: Excellent. Then you can join Sonia in delivering the work talk on the Archearchal Woman, Arkin. What is the Archearchal Woman? Talk to Sonia, get up there together or do two separate ones and then together. There's a lot needs to be said about that and discovered and created. Yes, I feel glad about that. Let's go. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Susanne.
6: You were speaking about more experiments you, you developed. Would you like to, would you please share them so we can go on experimenting? the 600 600 websites
1: websites. especially
6: ones for the for the connection to the archetype they all
1: they all relate relative to that really if you if you frame it in i am preparing myself to jack in into my archetypal lineage and when you have that scanner you'll go through the experiment and it's just like okay this one this one and this one and some of them Will just be okay. That's not so much, you know, resonant with my my archetypal lineage. Yeah,
0: but it's okay. true what Anne Chloe said. The entire game world of possibility management is not a self help program. It is not feelings work. It is about preparing you to jack into your archetypal lineage and create new game space in archiarchy, so the whole other people can move into it. So your job is to build out a new culture on earth called archearchy and you archetypal lineage has its place and it's needed. And if you don't do it, who will? So, so we're waiting for you to do it. And that's why you can take such a big risk. You can be embarrassed. You could do stuff you don't know how to do. You can go first. You can make mistakes and start over and make a mistake and start over and make a mistake and start over. And this is why you can do that is because it's needed. And if you don't do it, who will? And you guys can do this. You guys are healthy, strong, clear, inventive, creative, powerful, wonderful people. Please go trust that. You know, this whole beating yourself up and I'm not good enough. You just flush it down the toilet. The whole thing about that. Just flush it down the toilet. Start over, turn around, you know, just turn all the way around and then come back and go, okay, here we go. And start over again. 'Cause it's so needed. It's so needed.
1: I
4: Eva, anything from you? I, I just wanted to share that at the beginning of this meeting I had the question how to distinguish the sign that are signs that are coming from the archetypal lineage. And actually after this exercise night that we did. I answered my question because this is what came from this possibilities and the skills that I should train. Actually, it already was showing me in the last weeks or months. And I recall the situation and I was reminding myself what I felt when it happened. And and like the distinguish for me, distinction for me is that it was the whole body, yes, for this idea or this proposition. And I could sense it like energetically That is, well, like also excitement in my, in myself, in my body that I want to do that. And I feel also fear about that. And and now I have this confirmation that yes, now next time that it will happen, I know it's, it's this sign and that I will follow that. So yeah, it, it cleared me a lot. Yeah.
0: A lot of you know each other already from other groups. And, and if you don't, it doesn't matter. But just uh, we're available. Everybody here is available for each other in a way. It's like if if you're willing to be you know, in a conversation with somebody else in here about their architect lineage, et cetera, will you put your hand up so people know who their team is? If so you look around, these are the people who you can call up say look i don't get this i want to learn more what's my next step this is give me another exercise just connect okay because you're not alone in this although there's not so many people out there who understand what you're talking about this you've got 25 people here that are your allies and friends and really powerful friends so just call them up connect do your next experiment
1: just really this your archetypal lineage it is it will be about holding space for something it will mm-hmm. be about holding space so kind of put your 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 feelers out your 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 tentacles out you know your scanner out for these experiments as part of you are holding space for something bigger than just your life and it can look in all it, it can look very different but all this space holder mm-hmm. skills is really important yeah
0: and the difficult thing is language, and I think it's also an important thing. But what I do is um, beat book after beat book. I open to the first inside cover, and I, I try to write out who I am now, or what's a better way to say what I'm, what my archetypal lineage is. And I have thoughtware wizard, agency liberator, a being defragmentizer, a th- a stellating starship, a star maker, an agency amplifier. So, just keep finding words that resonate with what you are, because modern language doesn't have words in this. And then, when you meet somebody at a party or anyway, you introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Clint. My name is Clint, and I'm a thoughtware wizard. And you just go and, and just start introducing yourself as that. And and that will set up a space where your archetypal lineage has room to move in the world. But I it's mean, important to work out the words. Yeah,
1: I mean, mine says I'm a nosebreaker.
4: so <laughs> <laughs> be
1: careful. <Yay.
4: laughs>
1: okay, thank you very much for going on this wild ride or the beginning of the ride uh, here. And, yeah, please stay in touch, and and let's support each other to do this. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Thank, Thank, you. So Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank
4: you. Thank you. Thank you okay. Thank you. Bye-bye, okay. yes. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you.